Here is the official opening of the 1949 baseball season in Fort Worth. In the year of 1839, America's favorite pastime began to grow. The game that today we call baseball had a historical birth back in colonial times when young Americans referred to the game as rounders. The story of baseball in the beginning is the story of a man with ideas of his own regarding the old colonial sport, Abner Doubleday, a man who took the strange rules of rounders and formed a game that sprang up with a growing nation and became almost synonymous with this country's spirit of freedom. The history of this game, which has swept the nation from Plymouth Rock to the High Sierras, from Fort Detroit to the Rio Grande, is marked by many milestones that even today have a familiar character. In 1843, the first baseball games were scheduled. They were in Brooklyn and New York. The first important league was formed in 1858 and was called the National Association. During this time, they used a much larger ball than we see today, and two, they pitched it underhand. The new game really began to cover the nation in 1867. The next year saw the first club with an all-professional team, the Cincinnati Red Stockings, they called themselves. The National League was created in 1876, the American League in 1882. The rest of the story is apparent. But the milestone we're making on this day, the 29th of March, 1949, is to open the 53rd season of baseball in the Texas League for the city of Fort Worth, whose ever-strapping Fort Worth Cats have written a record in baseball that's comparable to the very history of the game. For here in Fort Worth, the fans take the game with seriousness when chasing that tennis. But even with all this reverence for the game, there's a festive spirit that takes hold of young and old when you enter an American baseball park. In baseball, the spectator almost feels an active part of the game and is certainly never reluctant to show it. Yes, this is baseball. All of this background material is only to tip our hat each year to America's favorite pastime. There's only one way to open the season for the likes of folks in Fort Worth, and that's with a little piece of music that starts like this. Can't you just smell the popcorn and peanuts and even hear the crack of the bat as Mr. Average Spectator yells, throw the bum out. And with this atmosphere, once again, we dedicate this half-hour program to baseball in the city of Fort Worth. During the next few minutes, we'll introduce to you fans the people most important to baseball in our town. I know that the team brings forth most of your questions, so let's tune in the man who probably represents the greatest link between the game and the radio spectators, the voice that means baseball itself in this town, Bob Jones. Uh, thank you very much, Joe. It seems that each year around September and October, why it seems everybody's tired of baseball, it's time to go out. And then the new year rings in, and January, February, March come in, the old gridiron gets hot, the hot stove league gets hotter, and... Well, I guess we're all ready for baseball just about right now. Of course, the Fort Worth Club coming in in the first two weeks of April have quite a few big games coming up before the actual season opener. They have the New York Yankees in, for example, two games with the Brooklyn Dodgers. They have the Chicago Club, the National League, the Cubs, and they have the St. Louis Browns. And also they have the world champions, the Cleveland Indians, coming in playing a game with Leo DeRoche's New York Giants. So we have some pretty good games coming up before the season actually opens. And keep in mind that opener is on the 15th of this month with the Tulsa Oilers of Friday night. And game time is 8 o'clock this year in the regular season, starting out 8 o'clock baseball at McGray Field with a new ticket headquarters in downtown Fort Worth at Jack Collier's on 7th and Main. 
Those tickets are on sale all day, and they're on sale for the exhibition games as well as for the season opener. Of course, I want to say right now that nobody, I don't think, I don't think anybody, I should say, is dissatisfied with the present manager we have in the cap, Bobby Bragan, who's really been around town. He's made Fort Worth his home this year, and he's done a grand job. As far as innovations at the ballpark's concerned, aside from that 8 o'clock starting time, why, the Knothole Gang is going to be a little bigger this year, I believe. We're going to have a wide-open affair where any sponsor with a large group can bring in uh, any uh, gang of kids over 8 years old any Knothole night. There's no one gang. It's open to any and all out of town or in town. And also, Ladies' Night, I'm sure, is going to be back for the 1949 season, and I know the ladies are going to like that a lot. It's really a pleasure to be here at the start of the gun, and I want to say this. We've all proven, I think, in Fort Worth that Fort Worth has the best baseball fan around. Our attendance the last three years has been the best in the league per capita, and it's been right up there first or second every year. And, uh, Joe, it's really nice to be with you and get this season started right. Thank you very much for having me here. Sure sounds familiar to hear you talking baseball once again, Bob, especially when you sound so encouraging. And you can bet your bottom dollar that these little Dodgers we've got will fight for Fort Worth like they've been here all their lives. You know, my part in this baseball business is talking to the boys themselves on the Sanford Webb Dugout Interviews Program. And I feel it's the best job around. The players are a lot of fun because they have a lot of fun themselves. So this is the chosen profession for most of them. They have their life moments in the dressing room and on the practice field. Usually the first remark at this time of the season by some smooth-faced rookie is about the complicated compilation of averages. He says, so that's why they tried to cram all that arithmetic down me in school. So as I could figure out my baseball averages, he says. Then the baseball boys get together for barbershop quartet. They are usually a little bit slow at first about this time of the season. But sometimes the music isn't bad at all. Would you folks out there mind if we tried out the first bunch of boys and see what kind of prospects we have for the coming year in the music department anyway? You may have to be better sports than they are. With a flourish of trumpets then and a bright spotlight, we present the soon-to-be-famous Fort Worth Baseball Club Metropolitan Quartet to sing that classical aria called I Want a Girl Just Like the Girl That Married Dear Old Pop. baseball is underway musically anyway. We need someone to officially open the 1949 baseball season in Fort Worth, and for that beauty, we've chosen our next guest. 
Fort Worth baseball fans are mighty proud of the facilities provided for their ball team, and we're speaking of LaGrave Field. All you can say about LaGrave Field is that it simply is the finest in this whole part of the country. When local fans follow the Cats to games in other cities, they're forcibly impressed with the superiority of this modern baseball plant out on the north side, and also its very efficient staff. And there's a reason for Fort Worth's leadership in this respect. It's the result of tireless efforts of the man that it's my privilege to introduce to you next. A man who has gained national recognition for his program of ballpark improvement and certainly winning baseball teams. We're referring to the president of the Fort Worth Baseball Club, a man who is as colorful as the national pastime itself, Mr. John L. Reed. It's a real pleasure to be here with this fine group. There is nothing any more thrilling than for this time of the season to roll around. However, the thrill could be even greater if we should end this season again as the Texas League champions. We are going into the fourth year as sponsored and owned Brooklyn Dodgers Club. To me, there is not another major league club in either the National or American League that could have given Fort Worth their proper representation in the Texas League than the Brooklyn Dodgers. I do not believe I am wrong. There could be a time when our representation be not as strong as has been in the past. For you must remember, we are dealing in several combinations, the hazard of the game and professional talent. We are just about to begin this season with the opening of official schedule of exhibition games. Then our first game of the championship season will be at home with Tulsa, April the 15th. So let's try and win the Fort Worth opening day trophy. This can be done with your help, and without your help, it cannot be done. You can be assured that Fort Worth will have a team to properly justify our representation in this league. We shall not let you down. So be patient and tolerant with us for the first 30 days of the season until we get the club set. After that, the race will be on. Thank you very much, John L. Reeves, president of the Fort Worth Baseball Club, for appearing on this program, saluting the coming baseball season. And now we would like to introduce the spokesman for those persons connected with the sports broadcast over this station. Here is the manager of KXOL, Russ Lamb. Thanks, Joe. It's a pleasure to appear on this broadcast with the men who will bring Fort Worth citizens so many hours of baseball enjoyment this year. There can be no question about the fact that Fort Worth is full of real baseball fans. That point is proven year after year as each previous attendance record is shattered. The fans do support our ball club. But unfortunately, the Cats play only half of their season schedule here in Fort Worth. They're on the road for the other games, and the best that the local fans can do is send along their good wishes. But that fired-up enthusiasm for the fortunes of the Cats goes on while they're away, so it's altogether fitting that those loyal fans should expect to have a running account of the Cats' successes in those ball games in other cities that they can't attend, as well as those they're unable to see here at home. The medium of radio serves that purpose, and the play-by-play broadcasts of all games over KXOL are made possible by the cooperation of four fine civic-minded firms in Fort Worth. The Renfro Rexall Drug Stores, the Uncle Joe Bottling Company, Mrs. Grubb's Food Products Company, and Texas Motors, your friendly Ford dealer. In behalf of the management of this station, I want to thank uh, our four sponsors for again making it possible for baseball fans to follow every play by Bobby Bracken and the Cats this year. And I know I speak for our sponsors as well as the station, and wishing Mr. Reeves and his staff and Bobby and his players a lot of good luck in their championship race in 49. You've heard Russ Lamb speaking for the broadcasters and John L. Reeves for the ball club to get this new season underway. So with those remarks, 
we can now say that the 1949 baseball season is officially open. Wait a minute, young fella. I've been around a long time, and in Fort Worth, we always open the season with a little singing. I know what you mean, old topper. But uh, I think we got a group here that might be able to satisfy what you would like to hear, and that would be Take Me Out to the Ball Game. Home 
If you don't know, is Birmingham, Alabama. I think at this point he might like to forget about it, or at least last fall maybe he just hasn't forgotten about it. And he's done a grand job here in the winter. He's been very active in Fort Worth. He makes it his home with his wife, Gwen, and his two children, a boy and a girl. He lives out in Arlington Heights, and uh, through the winter period, he's been all around town at the civic clubs, the youth groups, the church groups, and so forth, making a personal appearance, uh, goodwill appearances, as it were. And I think his average has been around four uh, speeches or appearances a week, right straight through the winter. He's worked at the ball club and done a bang-up job out there for the ball club, too. He's uh, been on a coaching clinic tour, and that did a great deal of good for baseball, and I hope for the coaches in the in the Texas area, he was one of the two coaching teams put up by baseball to travel throughout Texas and do a job on that, and he did that job. Uh, of course, he's, he's been down in uh, Vero Beach, or he will be down, however you want to look at it, and uh, he may have something to say about the club. He may not. It's hard to tell at this point. Anyway, it's a great deal of pleasure for me to bring to you Bobby Bregan. Thank you a lot, Bob Jones, and I really appreciate those kind bouquets that you've been throwing all over the place in here. If I could justify in just a small measure those, why, I'd be a superman. Folks, just between you and me, this ball club is a big business. It's not up to one man or one individual to win any penalty in Fort Worth. It's right from John L. Reeves, the president, even as far as Branch Rickey, the president of the Brooklyn Club. Any manager is no better than the weakest player he has on his team. When we feel our 19 players out here this coming season... You can bet that our club won't be any stronger than the weakest man we have on our bench over in the dugout. It takes 19 men pulling as hard as they can all together to win a pennant and to establish a record such as that has been established here in Fort Worth. We've got to have fireballers like Robert Austin, Willie Ramsdale, Carl Erskine, those players that represented us last year, Eddie Chandler, those pitchers that pitched us into the Shaughnessy playoffs, and then into the Dixie series, you know, Bob mentioned that Birmingham playoff. I don't even like to talk about it anymore. But I, you can rest assured that if we get a shot at them again this coming fall, uh, we're going to turn the tables on them. In fact, we don't care if it's New Orleans, Memphis, Birmingham, or what have they over there in that Southern Association. But we do have a fine-looking crew for 1949, have some of our boys back. And uh, recently, Mr. Ricky promised that uh, he would send Mr. Reeves some of that able pitching that he has up there on that Brooklyn club, and I'm sure we'll, we'll get our quota of what's being sent out from Brooklyn. In the meantime, though, we have our entire infield intact with Dee Fondy, Johnny Legro, Jack Lindsay, and Wally P. Allen. Of course, we have young Jacob from the Piedmont League who stole some 50-odd bases. I know all the fans will be wanting to see him. We have young Dick Williams, a boy who's a surefire big leaguer in center field, or Homer Matinee is back. We have, we have quite an assembly from the 1948 roster, and with the additional boards we have accumulated from Vero Beach and we'll get from Brooklyn and those AAA clubs, I can assure you that John L. Reeves, Bob Jones, the management, and those players are going to do a good job for the fans in Fort Worth who are top. Take it from the manager and take it from boys who have played in Fort Worth. I knew a lot about Fort Worth fans before I reported out here, and believe you me, they've justified every bit of it. You know, time's running out here. I don't want to be too long-winded, Joe. That's all right, Bobby, but there's a little surprise that you have in store for us. Oh, excuse me. I uh, go right ahead and introduce yourself. Well, I've been dared to sing a song today, and I think that the, the title that I will choose is, is the National Anthem. I think I'm going to sing Dixie. Oh, Well, I wish I was in the land of cotton. Old times there are not forgotten. Look away, look away, look away, Dixieland. In Dixieland, 
And where I was born in early on a frosty morning, look away, look away, look away.
which we hope is going to be appealing to the fans so that when they come to the baseball game, they can enjoy themselves just the same as if they were sitting in the cool of their own home. Uh, Steve, let me ask you this. Some of the folks have grown up watching baseball from the gray field, and the improvement uh, may not be quite as sharp to them as to an outsider. Now, you are quite familiar with the facilities in various baseball parks. What would you say are some of the advantages we have here uh, that some of the folks in the other Texas League towns don't have? Well, Joe, of the parks I've seen, I feel that we have the most elaborate setup here at the gray field of any minor league baseball park. We're equipped to handle any capacity crowd that we might get, and I think the service is going to be far better than that can be encountered anywhere else. Thank you very much, Steve Cook. Well, I think it's time for us to sing that song, which is almost synonymous with baseball itself, uh, in the good old summertime. Now, I want you to listen very sharply because these baseball boys have worked up something that might be very interesting to the avid fan. It really has to do with baseball. But first, let's get these old baseball uh, vocal cards warmed up with in the good old summertime. someday become perhaps another Gehrig, Ruth, Cobb, Hornsby, Kraft, Tate, Dean, or Greenberg. And this radio station is happy to be a part of this sport in Fort Worth, participating as any other enthusiastic fan. We hope you've enjoyed this program introducing the first game of the year, which will be played in New Orleans and broadcast on the night of March 30th. It's always a memorable occasion when baseball returns 
to Fort Worth. Thanks to all of those who helped with this program, and thanks to all of you who support baseball. On the sandlot, in the park, for the grown-ups, for the kids, we give you baseball for 1949.